When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's good, guys? Nadeska here, taking you through another week of Everyday Struggle Highlights with my guys, Academics and Wayno. Now, amazingly enough, we got another two-part special in the ongoing Drake versus Pusha versus Ye feud. But before we get into all of that drama, let's start with some music. Quavo came with 19 tracks on his solo debut, Quavo Huncho, and although the album is projected to sell over 100k first week, the guys weren't too impressed with the effort. Immediately as you look, there's a ton of features on this, but we expected this with the Quavo album, right? Yeah. We were looking forward to some of them, like the Kid Cudi feature. What'd you guys think? Well, overall, I ain't gonna lie, I was, I was disappointed in this project. Um, I felt like it's a lot of throwaway records. I felt like the, the records that I actually started liking didn't come to like the second half, which I liked the journey with him and Madonna. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, think I was going. I didn't. I was listening to it. I didn't know that was Madonna. So confused, and I was like, "Is this a sample at yeah. first? And yeah. Cardi's on there as mm-hmm. well. Um, I like the joint rerun with Travis Scott, and I also like Big Bro. I like Big Bro, but other than that, like, I, I feel like like QC. They're in such a good place. They on some No Limit shit. Remember how No Limit was dropping like every week? Like now we see Yachty dropping something else. Take Off supposed to be dropping something. I think a lot of this shit is getting rushed. And um, I just expected a little bit more from from Quavo. I didn't expect this many records either. Did you not expect that many records, though? Nah, I, I felt like, remember we was talking about if Quavo was to do an album? Mm-hmm. That nice spot for me as a fan of the Migos would have been like maybe 10 or 11. I, I, being 100, I can't really tolerate them too much. Right. Like, too much is a lot for me. It so. is a lot. So, look, if this was supposed to be the record that set up Quavo as a big solo star, obviously you said he's not leaving the group. It's a good look for the group. Do you feel like this showed a side of Quavo we hadn't seen before, Ak? No. It was about four songs remade 14 times. Mm. No, but I'm, it, honestly, this is what, what you should expect from Quavo. Like, the, the problem here is... Number one, QC's collecting the bag. Salute to them. Mm-hmm. And you got to collect the bag, finesse the audience. Right now, we're in the Migos wave. But to be honest, like, I was among one of the people who were clamoring for, yo, we do want a solo album. Let's get it. To be honest, we get to realize what we want is not what we really got. You get me? Or what we thought was going to be much better than actually what came out. This, to me, proved why Quavo was great in the group. Hmm. And why Quavo is great with other artists. He's a great compliment. It's hard to put a solo album by yourself. And most of the songs you saw with the features, a lot of times he got outshined by the feature. Mm-hmm. And he's more of a setup guy, at least when I enjoy this album. It's a solo album. So basically, this, this is like the, uh, it, it felt like it was substituting other people for the other members of Amigos when they weren't on the songs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not that surprised, 
But um, I've seen a lot of people trashing it. I don't think it was that bad. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of fillers on there. Like, yo, Quavo don't got 19 tracks, man. Quavo don't got 19. If he's really going to sit down and AR this project and really pick some good records and the top tier joints that really showcases his talent as a solo artist, you can't pick 19 songs. There ain't 19 songs on it. This was done for streaming. Mm -hmm. But most of these joints, just like collab albums these days, they're, they're money grabs. And um, I think the quality suffered for it. I don't think it's trash. I don't think it's yeah. trash. I, I hear I, I, the, the social media was killing it. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's trash. It was definitely, of course, rushed like everything is. <clears throat> but it was a lot of fillers. And, and when you're doing a solo album, this is probably what Mike Will was probably thinking about when it came to Ray Shrummer's album when he wanted to do solos for each of the members and said, mm, should we do this on, a, on its own or combine it with the group project? Because people would clamor for it and then this and this. That was definitely a different strategy, but I wonder if it comes down to that here. Or like you guys said, he rushed it and put too many songs. You could have made a better, more concise body of work. I, I, I don't know if putting like the triple album would have been better, right? Yeah, so I, it Culture 3, well, 30 no, tracks it, plus, you know well, what I mean? Well, well, not triple album, but the length. Look at um Swaycation. Swaycation was not the drawn out, like, oh, 20. Remember, one of, that's my biggest gripe or concern with um, Shrimp Life 3 going into it. Mm -hmm. I didn't want it to be too long. I'm like, I'm hearing a triple album. You're going to give me 60 songs. I don't want it. And it turned out to be like 25 for three albums. Mm -hmm. Well, me? I mean, for we can tolerate 19 tracks if they all heat. Right now, you can tolerate 19 tracks if they all heat. Out of a five, I would give this like a 3.5. Um, because, like you said, I don't think it's trash, but I think it needed a lot more work, and I think it needed to be scaled down right. a whole lot. But, again, they had a great year. I don't think that he had to put this out. He could have waited till next year to put this out. But this only pushes me more in the line of Offset is the best Migo for me. I won't even go there. I, 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 he's um, the best Migo to me. I won't even go there. I, I feel like we play musical chairs and set somebody else up. All right, Quavo, you didn't give us what we want. It's offset time. Then it's going to be offset. And be like, yo, we finally realized that it was takeoff with the really, <laughs> you know what I mean? And also, no, I you know just, what I mean? Like, I like, I've, we, I've said it for a long time. Takeoff is probably the be best rapper. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think he has the, I, I think he has a lot of. Well, actually, the best flow. I think he has a better ability, right? But as far as rapping and making a song for their level of rapping, I go with offset. Hmm. I go with offset. But again, I hope he doesn't. I hope a Offset Cardi B album is not coming out tomorrow. I hope they don't rush that. <laughs> I think they just need to scale back. They're, they're having a hell of a run, and you know, in order to to maintain or to keep this run going, which they're very smart, they probably have the next two years planned out. Mm -hmm. I think they just better strategic. They they should better strategically plan these releases. Right, especially since they're teasing the Drake and Migos. Act, what songs on here do you think are actually going to do well? Oh, and, and by the way. For for a conglomerate called Quality Control, I'm ex I I said this about Culture too, like we got to get some quality control when it comes to these these tracks, and um I did like some tracks on there though, mm. uh, Biggest Alley Oop, by the way, hard intro, I gotta say that, uh, Quavo came with a hard intro, probably one of the hardest intro this year. Uh, I love the joint with him in Twenty One, Pass Out, Honcho Dreams. I love that response to Nikki. Uh, of course, you gotta take it in good, good fun. Uh, the joint with Drake that was good. Working me was good. Hmm? The joint with Drake was good. Yeah. Uh, flip the switch. Yeah. Yeah, nigga, you thought it was trash. I don't think it was trash. I just it don't gotta be trash. I don't think it was really good though. Like I don't. 
I don't think it was it was good. Like I mean, it, it's not trash. It's okay. Like I, that one was okay. That was not. Remember how we talked about French's record with Drake? That's yeah. like one of those. Like now, nah, French record with Drake is fire to me. You said, you know what? No, no. We're not going <laughs> to oh, go there, no, no, no. We're I, not going to go there. I said, I said, for performance bit wise, he should have had Drake do a longer verse at the beginning because I don't think he's performing <laughs> okay. as he should. That but, is true. That's what he said. Uh, okay. But <laughs> this record here, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Best feature on the album. Best feature on the album? Mm, I'm going with Travis. Yeah, I was going to go with Travis too. <laughs> all right. Do you guys agree on something? <laughs> Right. All right, so overall, slightly disappointed with the Quavo project. Too many songs, no quality control here. Yeah. That's fair much. enough. Pretty much. But, but you know what I mean? I, I'm going to resent and, and reject any notion that this album is trash. It's not trash. Okay, but I, I think social media, I've seen the same motherfuckers who was, who was saying two months ago, we just want Quavo, Quavo's the Beyonce, give us like a, a solo project. He <laughs> gives it. And I ain't gonna lie, that's how Culture 2 was. They remade like four songs 15 times and people rocked out to it. Now it's like, oh, we don't want like this. Don't be hypocritical. According to Quavo, Offset and Takeoff are also planning to drop solo projects soon in addition to Culture 3 in early 2019. So you can certainly expect QC to keep flooding the market. Now on to the main event. Drake versus Good Music round 10. During a new episode of The Shop on HBO, Jizzy told LeBron James that he confided in Kanye about his music and his son, only to have the details used against him a few weeks later. Academics, I hope you're happy because you still wanted answers. So he basically says he ended up linking up with Ye out in Wyoming. He sold him a whole speech that he was in a great place and he wanted to work with him. He told Drake to be transparent. Basically, he said, I could help you. I could be your Quincy Jones. That's when he told him about his son, his album release dates, and then the news of his son broke and... The Pusha T and Kanye albums dropped at the same time as his. Like, anything surprising in here for you, Ak? I feel like you yeah, were not well, able to make peace with this. Right. You always wanted more. He also talks about Pusha. We'll get to that. But what do you think about what he said about Kanye? Well, I mean, we kind of knew some of this. I wanted him to say it. Are, like, you, are you happy yeah, now that I'm he happy said that it? Said, you know what? It came off very... The whole thing, I'm glad he... Of course, he don't do interviews. I didn't want him to do an Apple Music interview. Like, them interviews look so scripted. It looked like they're cutting and pasting. It looked like somebody got a prompter with his answers. They look the fakest thing ever on earth. But when he's sitting down there with LeBron, mm -hmm. he's speaking candidly. It looks believable. Yeah. And, and you got to realize this is such, it's one of those dark spots on his career. He has to address it and make sense of it. Mm -hmm. And being genuine is very important. He came off as being genuine to me. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, of course, he, ex he explained the levels of deception by Ye, mm -hmm. right? Finessed him, finesse 40. Okay, he's sending pictures, baby pictures and shit. And you know what I mean? I, I feel like he did a great job explaining why he has that energy for Ye now. Mm -hmm. So question, um, you don't feel like he's a bully anymore, right? Um, to keep, remember when he kept like saying shit about Ye? And he was like, yo, if like you don't okay. say nothing, it just seems like you're a bully. Now, now he's not a bully because the whole my whole point about that is that you're doing it publicly, bro. Like mm -hmm. we niggas don't like each other. When you just start if if randomly Gucci man just starts dissing Quavo and he's exactly, right? Just randomly. No, I'm, but we I'm knew that we there we knew that there was problems with, with Ye and and Drake yeah. since the summertime. But that's so. Ye came out and says, I did none of this. I did uh. none of this. I did none of this. I love you. This, whatever, whatever. So what? But I don't no. think Ye knows what fucking planning he's on right now. Right. That's like Nothing I that just, he say should be. No, 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 no. But we get the other side where where Drake is basically saying, yeah, 
nigga was deceiving me. I still think he's and he's lying. Like okay. that's what he said. I mean, he's lying about all this. So you get the other side rather than one guy saying, "Oh, I want no problems," and no, I, I had no idea about whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Now we're realizing, yeah, nigga, you hyped him over the beat, took his okay. date, okay. did everything. It, it makes sense. Because Drake could have been mad at him privately without us knowing, but once you start standing on stage a lot without explanation, some point you look lame. Okay, so we can keep going into it because yeah. So he also talk about. yeah he also addressed Pusha T. Um, so he his biggest issue it seemed was what Pusha had to say about Forty. You're wishing death on my friend that has multiple sclerosis. Um, just know that there's a price you have to pay for that. Someone's gonna punch you in the fucking face. So he said at this point he didn't want to waste time going back and forth with him. Got a little bit too personal, etc. Right. What do you think? Now, yeah, I want to know what you think first. About that? Yeah. Um, not particularly, like, f for that, I don't know why that's the, the sticking point for him. Mm -hmm. Because to be honest, like, I would have felt more of a way how he spoke about my mom, my mom. Like, you know what I mean? When he's, if I'm Drake and he's calling, he basically is kind of disrespecting Sandy on the low. Uh, I would have felt uh, more offended by that rather than what you said about my producer, right? But for Drake, I guess it was a producer thing. To me, overall, Drake picked Image Over Legacy. He said that, yo, he recorded a song. I listened to it a bunch of times, and, and it didn't sit right with me. I called LeBron. I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And he picked Image Over Over Legacy. It's it's a very glaring hole in his career, but, you know what I mean, he... Uh, Obviously, whatever track he recorded would have killed his image of being a good guy. I think that's and bullshit. He, I, I think that him, whatever track he did have, him recording was bullshit. Only because, bullshit? I'm going to tell you why, because he said he studied rap battles. Rap battles has always been disrespectful because for the most part, a lot of rap battles could have spilled, was in the streets or could have spilled into the streets. Mm -hmm. 50 and Ja, right? 50 talked about Ja Rule's kids. He talked about his wife. He talked about any and everything you could possibly do, right? Mm -hmm. um, state property and D-Block. People thought that that shit was going to get nasty. Now, for Drake, I don't know what rap battles he studied, but my thing is, is nobody's saying nothing about him saying this man's wife's name, like about Push's wife. Okay. Now, if we joking on people, like if we're joking, you can't have, you can't have no tough skin if you want to joke with people, mm -hmm. right? Because at the point where I'm going to humiliate you, I'm going to talk about everything. Mm -hmm. Now, wishing death, all right, he, he did say a line of tick, tick, tick shit or whatever, but at that point, that, for me, that was kind of shocking that that was the straw, right? Because I don't play with people's like, family or their kids. I feel like somebody saying something to the detriment of your child or to disrespect your child is the utmost disrespect. Right. But for him to say that it was 40 and then it took him to a dog. I feel like he should have dropped the record yeah. because it, you have to go all out. Like, you, you have to go all out. This might sound a little stupid, but I feel like it's not a stress to say that 40 is family to him at this point. It's not his mom. No, that's his family. But, but it's family. Well, listen, I agree with, with the... If that's the, the fucking line that just makes you, oh, fuck, this ain't rapping, mm -hmm. I don't know. But I'm going to defend it, like... As I said, he picked image over legacy. Okay. Rap battles, even the ones you've named, they're much different from now. Like, whatever Drake says on a fucking record is not some shit that you're going to absorb on a mixtape that's only people from the culture. You're going to have everybody, this is the worldwide platform so? that's now looking at. Mm. Makes so what? It, makes it much different. Drake is Drake is a different type of of an artist. Yeah, but we we, we, we talking different. about a rap battle. Like, we're Even talking about a rap battle. Even when he's disrespecting niggas, he's being indirect. All right, so, now so, he has to tear all okay. that down. 
say like some of the things that he could have said. Okay, but look, he said the shit. Even with the shit he said about Cuddy on Two Birds One Stone, mm-hmm. uh, he said something about him like being crazy or some shit. But he's like, I, I wasn't the, mad he's the at king that. of subs. That's the this thing. For him to reflect the level of disrespect Pusha showed him, yeah. I guess to his point, he just couldn't do that because he's too big of an artist. But, so you but, have to step back. If, 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 if no, you, you do that, don't you, step back. If you okay, he fucks up a lot saying. of bags. So for his legacy, uh-huh. he needed to respond. You got to drop the track, right? Now, you have to get blatantly and overtly disrespectful to the yeah. point that pushes... And like, I said he should have. I, hold on, I said I, hold he on. should have. I play this. Let, let's reverse it, right? Okay. Because we don't know what Drake was going to say, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Let's say Drake was wishing death on somebody who had MS on Pusha's side. Drake is getting killed. Like, like Pusha's, like, it's different. Drake is getting killed. You know it. Yo, listen, listen. Drake can't you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't... All right. Okay, cool. MS would aside. You, would you admit that? No, but wait, no. Do you agree, That's though, big that if Drake said something to the level that Pusha did, it would be a lot worse for him. It would be, all right, people are going to view him a certain way, right? But at the same time, if you get into a fight, if you get into a fight and now you you beat the shit out of somebody to defend yourself, nobody's going to be like, you shouldn't have done that because yeah, you're defending yourself. No one in the streets now, would say that. So no one in, in our little rap bubble would say that. But Drake is a mega, right, super but, but, global but, star. And he's clever and he's a great artist. So you mean to tell me that he couldn't... That's the you thing. I don't he think he could have been back? clever. He would have to you, play dirty. Wait, you mean to tell me he couldn't have fought back without saying something that somebody has to die? Wayne will be hypocritical right I'm now. not being hypocritical. No, 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 okay, not that someone no, no. has to die. No, but. Not, even whatever meets that level of disrespect, we all said, Drake, it's time for you to get disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And he's basically just saying, everything I could get disrespectful about, like, I can't do. I can't do. And I'm, and, yo, yo, listen, I'm with you. All right, but look, my, my thing is this, mm-hmm. right? Okay, he, with him explaining everything with him and Kanye, I feel like Kanye... I just think he's a, a a wild person. I can't even say he fucked up because I just don't know what type of mind state he is. I don't think that he's crazy. I think that he's very aware of everything he well, does. Well, Drake would he say he's very victim. manipulative. I think he's manipulative, and I think he plays the victim in a lot of different roles, right? Does. So I can understand Drake being hurt because this is somebody that you entrusted in. Mm-hmm. You you talk like sending people pictures of your kids. That's personal. You know what I mean? Especially when everybody doesn't know that. Cool. Now, when Pusha challenged him, he challenged him on his pen. He didn't say nothing about 40 at that moment. He didn't say nothing about nothing about his mother, nothing. He challenged him on his pen. What Drake said on the HBO special. Oh, he's talking about me writing. I just was writing for them. Okay, so if we're going to keep it in that parameter, keep it in that parameter. You said this man, fiance at the time, who was going to be his wife. You said, you said her name. I'm going to let it ring on you like Virginia Williams. Mm-hmm. Clever metaphor, but you said her name. Well, if it's rules, what happened to no women, no children? So one, at the at the point where you t- attack what I love most, I'm attacking what you love most, your family and your friends. Mm-hmm. He ain't necessarily attacker, bro. But he, atta- atta- he didn't attack her. I'm, I'm just saying not, he I'm said not her name. Him. He, he should have never said her name. Oh, okay, but not all right. So, so look, so that's but, at that but, point. But let's not act like Drake was like distant family. Say, he didn't say. Look, he didn't. He didn't degrade her. He didn't degrade her. But he said her name. Period. He said her name. Period. If some he attacked the. All right, we attacked. He's. It was written like like. It was. It came from. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. Right. Was the line right? Mm-hmm. Now after that line, it's not a no shit really at, about Drake. After that, so he attacked the pen. He says something about his fiance. 
He he says something about his fiance. He comes back with everything else. So you can't act like these actions are unwarranted. Yeah. And you can't say, oh, it's rules, it's rules. Where was your rules and morals in that moment? Yeah, I don't oh, disagree with you. Yeah, okay. I don't disagree with you at all. I think, just I was just it understanding didn't even sound why. Like he disagreed yeah, with that. Just understanding why he felt like he couldn't but, but, respond. Yeah. Um, understanding why there's not a response. There's more, much more clarity to that. And also, I agree with him. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and rat back with you and further your career. Yes, now you're now now you're relegated to comment on the academics Instagram. Respond to my interview. I'm not rapping wow. back. And, I'm not going back Ack. and forth with you niggas, bro. Okay, if Ye want it, he'll get it. All right, but all right. you other niggas, but, 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 it ain't, but it ain't but it ain't other niggas because we all know that Ye is not going to make no fucking song. At his be- at his the, the the peak of Ye being a rap artist, whatever if he wrote it or not, he's not making nothing to go back and forth with Drake. All right, but if we're going even by what you admitted mm-hmm. earlier, if and we, and I admitted too, Duppy's more about Ye than Pusha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if I'm beating up the big bro and the little bro, I I I, I, I answered him already. I don't need to go back and forth with him. If the big bro not answering, especially when everything stems from him, it stems from him producing the track. It stems from him basically finessing me like a hoe and getting all the information out. When all this happened, you was like, man, this nigga better, this nigga push a better response. It's over. 24 hours. No, we need, no, we, let's keep it, let's keep it clear, right? Rap battles, listen, rap battles. Now, for most of the rap battles that have been in this generation and not, like I said, it was some street shit, but we wanted to hear diss records going back and forth. Uh, Jada Kiss says stuff about Beanie Siegel's faith. Yeah. Beanie Siegel says shit about Jada Kiss family, all types of shit. In rap battles, we want to hear you rap. We want to hear how disrespectful you can get without different it. Different level, my nigga. Wait a second, wait a second. It is a different level, but so what? Guess what? They are rappers, man. You can't say that you, you're going to rap with somebody and then you say, you know what? You're being too mean. You're 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 Yo, going too you guys, hard. You guys both have good points here. We're Drake, gonna go on this. Drake realized why he probably should stop dabbling in it. And Pusha did an interview too where he was talking about and, and Pusha had a great point. It was like you can't play around with the notion of battling and then when, when we get into it, right. it's yeah. too far. Brilliant point by Pusha. Yes. I love that point. That's true. Drake found out, nigga, if you gonna be a rapper, be a rapper, but you're not at the stage anymore where you could engage and go back and forth with any other rapper, especially if you have to get disrespectful. Right. That's your limit, and because of that, you either gotta tap out or you gotta not engage. So, so all right, so if, if, if okay, so we talking about levels and all of that shit, so let's say, just hypothetical, somebody who's on a Drake level, because, okay, he went back and forth with Meek, and Meek was, Meek ain't at the level of artistry where Drake was at. Okay, but, but, but that didn't but, get, it didn't get disrespectful, disrespectful but he, no, it's a but that's the he was able to make big pop records out of it. I know, but track. he still, he, so don't take the point of, oh, he don't got, the, he shouldn't be furthering niggas' careers, because it's not about furthering nobody's career. He, listen, everybody. A back-to-back doesn't work with listen, what, what, what Pusha said. No, listen, let you me have a child. Wait, wait. You're hiding a child. I know, but look, look, <laughs> a child. Look, they have weight classes. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> you got and violated. Bouts, listen, and bouts and bouts and fighting, all of that. They have Wayne weight. Wait you're hiding the child. I'm not hiding none of my kids. <laughs> they have weight classes. They have weight classes for a reason, right? They have weight classes for a reason. What I feel like with this whole shit was Drake felt that he was going to, he, he was going to jump in that weight class and because mm-hmm. he was Drake, he was going to overpower him. 
Now, Pusha, and he, sal and he saluted Pusha for that. He's like, yo, mm -hmm. I ain't going to front. He said, I think that the shit was whack, but the chess move, how it was rolled out, yeah. made perfect sense. Mm -hmm. But he just got in the wrong, I think he just got in the wrong weight class at the moment. That's all. Listen. Now, honestly, what, what it is, is that this nigga Drake, after coming off, it's like, after he just came off a nice victory off Meek and you you saw some shit thrown at the wall but didn't stick. Remember Meek threw out? Yo, he got pissed on. Yo, that nigga really got pissed on. And everybody <laughs> said, so what? <laughs> it was like, oh, word, okay. So I'm like, Teflon, nothing will stick. But the, you're hiding a child. That's stuff. Pusha T clearly wasn't feeling Drake's version of what went down, so he made an appearance on the Joe Budden podcast and hit us with the wildest plot twist, claiming that it was actually Drake's longtime producer, 40, who let all the secrets slip to a woman he was involved with. All right, so Pusha's saying the reason he decided to do this, he really didn't like everything Drake said on the shop. He didn't like how they did the backlight and put the spotlight on his face as he was talking about 40. Um, so anyway, do you guys believe this? So then do we think Drake made that whole thing up? What's good, Act? Do you have, you know... You talked to Ox? Did you use your espionage skills <laughs> on this one yesterday? I had 40 immediately after I heard this. Okay. Immediately. Immediately. Now... <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Drake might have that nigga on a gag order. He didn't respond. I'm not going to lie. But do I believe this, man? Um, It sounds believable. Do I really believe it? No. And the reason why I don't believe it... Well, first of all, let, let, me, let me address why it sounds believable. Okay. Partially, Drake going to war on Kanye felt like felt like one of those things where like you go to war on a belief, and it could be a lie, but you stand on it. Mm -hmm. And in his mind, Drake Drake feels that Kanye did all this shit. And of course, you heard him on the shop. He's matching certain stuff up, and he's like, "Wait, I feel like I'm being played. I'm 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 being used as a fool by this guy. Now I'm about to go on the offensive, right? So he he, didn't, he never really said he had concrete proof of what happened but everything lining up the way it did he believed it right, right. here in this this could have happened so that's why i'm saying this this could be believed but i'm not gonna believe it and the reason why is that i think pusha this is why drake probably has to just just chill this nigga pusha is playing a mind game <laughs> that is gonna fuck you up man this guy, and you can hear him through the whole episode just document how he's torturing Drake. Mm. Because these things do affect Drake. Mm -hmm. Like Drake, his legacy is very important to him. I said that during the Meek thing. However, people got past that. Meek, of course, the record didn't really connect the 1-0 record, but he didn't really do some of the things that uh, Push is doing. And clearly Push is realizing, I'm going to plant a seed to fuck up what's going on within the camp. Um, well... I mean, Drake kind of did that with trying to plant a seed with Meek, with him and his girl, with Nikki at the time. Mm -hmm. Is that your tour, your girl's tour? Like, he was, he was trying to cause a disturbance there, right? So, for me, on contrary to popular belief, and everybody thinks that Pusha tells me every single thing That's he knows. That's just academics. Pusha told him. That's just no, academics. No, 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 no. I, 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 I no. know why Drake blogged you. Pusha got it from you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I found this out with the world yesterday. Uh -huh. Um. I do, I, I do think it's very believable because nothing will slip you off of your pivot like a woman, especially in a vulnerable woman, moment of a woman that you're dealing with. And I think that that's very believable. Isn't that ironic? All of the music Drake has made about taking girls' phones and no right. pillow talking secrets. Well, right, but um, yeah, definitely the taking the phone thing. That's that's for, you know, the, the, the groupie chicks that come along. Yeah, and all but that. the pillow talking in general. Is but pillow like talking, I do believe, I do believe that... <clears throat> It's a high possibility that this is true. And 
only because everybody, everything is not always good with everybody. Now, I know that Drake and 40 are very close, right? But I also could believe that he might have some things to say. Everybody has something to say about some profession that they're in. It doesn't mean that he's shitting on Drake, but if he's saying, yeah, you know, Drake got a kid, I could believe that. I could believe that. The timing is what makes me not want to believe it. Why? Because this is a chess play. But he's saying it's in response to Drake doing the HBO show. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So he says, listen, I've sat back and allowed you to be tortured and wonder where I got this from. You're going at Kanye. You're going crazy. Like, you're basically, you've left Adidas. Like, like you're doing all type of things. You're racking your brain trying to figure out how the hell did I get all this info on you? Now you're willing to even pay for info on me. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, that's another thing you talked about. And, and in reality, when you do the shop, you say, the thing that sent me over the edge was the, the fact that he mentioned my best friend. Mm-hmm. This is my best friend wait, he mentioned. Wait, now, wait. I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in it. You were mad about your best friend? Well, it's your best friend the reason why you got sold down the river. Right. And so, so again, the timing of it mm. makes, me, um, makes me think, you know what? Even if it's not true, it's almost checkmate. It's very entertaining. It's, it's, it's almost it's, checkmate. It's, but it's, but, but if, if I'm Drake, though, mm-hmm. you get to probably really figure out if it is, though. And there were certain things that... Okay, so... That he's, go ahead. So, now... If he mentions anything that only 40 would know, then Drake would know. Like, I mean, of course, Drake is not going to come out and say, yo, it was 40. Because they're going to probably keep, if, even if there is issues or it may not be, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to keep it to themselves. But if it's something that said distinctive that 40, only 40 knows within those conversations, mm-hmm. then Drake would know. But we'd probably never know that. But Well, well he kind of said certain things. He said, well, um, 40 told this young woman about... The meeting when everyone like planned up to go meet the child, this and third. If Drake never told Kanye that, <laughs> right? Right, Drake right, right. never told Kanye exactly. that, there is some type of leak that is coming from maybe 40 talking to some young woman, right? Absolutely. And also, to be honest, if you're really best friends and, and that's your guy for life, yeah. like if that's the way it happened, because you know, you know, everybody's gonna sit and act like, oh, we never pillow talk. Man, 99% of niggas pillow talk. You get me? 99? Wow, that's a high volume. That's where you sp- spill all your Wayno. secrets? No, no, hold on. Wayno, <laughs> Wayno, if, if, you're, if you're with, I'm not talking about just any random girl, but if you're with a woman that you're going to be together for a long time or your wife, you, you're telling me that you might not mention certain I ain't saying, I ain't saying, I'm just saying, that's a difference. You talking with your, listen, you being with your women, your woman that you're with, your yeah. wife potentially and everything and sharing shit with her is different than you talking to some random chick you fucking. Okay. That's two that's two totally different things. That's and two totally different things. And a lot of a lot of people fall due to that from in every aspect of life. Now, he also went on to say about with Kanye with him being neutral. That's why I feel like I right. neutral, but he says they're fake friends. That's why this is yeah. I don't feel like Kanye is like we're taking all the blame away from him. Sounds like he still had a hand in this. I think I think Kanye has some sort of hand in it as well, but I do I, I think that Kanye tries to be so fucking kumbaya mm-hmm. that Drake's I mean um Push's story is more believable about the whole 40 thing only because Kanye tries to play he tries to play both sides of the fence a lot. Oh he oh. apologize look, he's apologizing in the midst of the fucking beef. Mm-hmm. He goes in and says, Yo, I'm sorry, this down and third. You don't do that in the middle of whatever it is that y'all going through. Uh, a great point that was mentioned by Pusha when trying to deflect. And by the way, 
again, I'm looking at this as a chess play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The rapping is done. It's all about perception. And I'm not going to lie, Drake gave a slight twist, even though I'm not too sure if everyone was going to say, oh, okay, you're right for how you handle this beef, because he's still going to get critiqued for not dropping the song. Mm-hmm. But this Pusha interview, which this shit was great, it, it basically reframed how we thought about how Drake handled stuff. Right. How we thought about Drake saying there's no rules. Yet, clearly, or, 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 or Drake saying there are rules. Well, clearly, Drake, you were willing to do some of the stuff that you thought they did to you. Mm-hmm. You just didn't execute. Right. And it's really trying to shape public perception. So, I mean, it's... I said it, it before, he got into the wrong weight class. Like, he got into the wrong... Drake Dr- did. Drake got into the wrong weight class. I, Drake has always been able to handle himself. Like, okay, he had, he, he had the thing with Common, right? He had the mm-hmm. thing with Common. And what what what, what journal was that? Um, stay Scheming, right? That was the Stay Scheming verse. He handled the situation with Meek. I think that he underestimated... He underestimated Pusha T, or he's a very calculated person, mm-hmm. and he might have not calculated... To where he thought it was gonna go, because that shit was a shock for he all of us. He didn't calculate how much he had to lose, essentially. He didn't, like we were saying yesterday. He didn't calculate how much he had to lose. He also didn't. When when Pusha said, "I racked up the wins," right. as to, yo, you have, explaining yourself like all the time when having bla- someone step in to end the beef, he feels like when, when, all. when a blackface shit came out, and I said that I was like, yo, where does it? Where are we at? Where you going on your IG story? Like you didn't post that. You put it on your IG story about what you had done prior and all mm-hmm. that is because now you have to explain yourself now you have to you have some vulnerability a chink in the armor but drake admitted to that right yeah T- two things <clears throat> this whole interview was also to refocus it on nigga we saw that kanye shit you're doing but what about me what i, I slapped you nigga what up <laughs> you, gonna, you gonna still try to get my guy i slapped you what's up mm. so that's the whole thing where push is refocusing this on, on himself like mm. Yeah, don't don't say it's Kanye. Don't say J Prince. You get me? Because if that's all Kanye shit, cool. That, that's Kanye. Y'all been y'all been beefing. Y'all yeah. y'all been fake friends from the get go. We get it. But what about what I said to you? Mm. There ain't, and he was invited. He said, "Yo, there's not there's nothing that I don't want you to put out." Yeah. You did your homework. You offered a hundred thousand. Talk to my ex DJ. You wild. talk to everybody. Yeah, the hundred thing is interesting. We thought it was sort of maybe like just a general fishing net, but then when he's saying his friends are calling him, like, "Yo, someone just offered me a hundred k." Yeah, when you're in the call. It's like, damn. But also, you know what? In trying to like prove that maybe Kanye wasn't the source, and I still think that Ye probably contributed with the info. Mm-hmm. He did say something that was kind of it made sense, unless this is calculated, right? Because I got to think about everything he's saying as possibly like really calculated and premeditated. But he said, he said, if if Ye gave me the info, and I'm going by your words, he was talking about Dre. He said, you sent Ye a picture of your son. You think I wouldn't have your son as an album cover or or, mm. or, the, or the cover art? Push his own that type of time. <laughs> Look what he used for his album cover, Daytona. Yeah, Adonis is the album cover to this song to you, and I'm exposing your son to the world. That kind of made me think. Maybe, maybe because yeah, if Ye was giving story him, of, yeah. played the story of yeah, I got the info that everything is confirmed, whatever, whatever that it's your child and y'all are going to visit and whatever, whatever. There's deals that, in the works. I mean, act. That's why. That's why the whole what Drake said bothered him the most was kind of shocking to me because I was like, damn, I thought that he would be upset about this shit with his child. Now, of course, he admits to him having his child and all that, but Pusha also made you. 
Th that whole situation made him change how he made music because he said what Scorpion was 60% done mm -hmm. and then he said all these other records came after right, right? so in a sense I wouldn't say he uh, he definitely didn't bring him back enough because Drake was already there but he definitely has caused a disturbance in his whole shit and that's why I said it was from the start mm -hmm. you disturb the money no Drake don't lose none but this if this Adidas rollout was coming with his son and all this other shit he disturbed all of that well, if we're time. playing chess right now, yeah. so Drake took a couple shots in those freestyles, he said yeah. some stuff on stage, then he waited to do the LeBron interview with some prestige and a backlight, so here comes Pusha with the Joe Biden interview, what's Drake's next move? Silence? Like, how do you even counter this now? You said your piece, you have to let it go. Yeah, I think, has, rock, I, think, I think he has to let it go. I think he has to let it Drake go. Drake has to let it go now. I doubt we'll ever hear 40 publicly speak up about this, so let's see where it ends. It definitely seems like Kanye is off this drama for the moment, probably still reliving the high from his visit with Donald Trump at the White House, where he delivered one of the most Kanye monologues to date. Unfortunately, Colin Kaepernick did not make it. Big surprise. Um, <laughs> they talked about a lot of important things, sort of. Um, but let's start with the most important clip from this monologue. Let's take a look. I was connected with a neuropsychologist that works with the athletes in the NBA and the NFL. And he, he looked at my brand, it's equal on three parts. I'm gonna go ahead, drop some bombs for you. 98 percentile IQ test. I had a 75 percentile of all human beings, but it was counting eight numbers backwards after it's repeating, so I'm gonna work on that one. The other one's 98% Tesla Freud, you know. Tesla and Freud. All right, so we just need to set up that very important part, and now we can take a look at the rest. But something about, you know, I love Hillary, I love everyone, right? But the campaign, I'm with her, just didn't make me feel as a guy that didn't get to see my dad all the time, like a guy that could play catch with his son. It was something about when I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. You made a Superman, that was, that's my favorite superhero. And you made a Superman cape for me all right now. You gave me the heart to go to Adidas because at Adidas, when I went in in 2015, we were a $14 billion company losing $2 billion a year. Now we have a $38 billion market cap. It's called the Yeezy effect. If he don't look good, we don't look good. This is our president. He has to be the freshest, the flyest, the flyest planes, the best factories, and we have to make our core be in power. We have to bring jobs into America because our best export is entertainment and ideas. No, I'm, I'm standing in that spot. I love this guy right here. Let me give this guy a hug right here. I love this guy right here. Yeah. Did he call this nigga his father? <sighs> Did he actually say that word? I mean, he didn't Plus, say, he might as well have. Right, he uh, might as well called him his dad. I mean, like, honestly, at this point, like, I don't... I, I'm off Kanye. What does Jay-Z hey. have to say about this? Absolutely nothing. When is Jay gonna speak? We need, some, we need help, bro, please. Absolutely, you should keep it that way. I don't know. I don't know what my question is here. Um, I, I just... Well, I'm, I'm gonna go completely left field. I watched this whole thing. I don't even think it was that bad. Like, honestly... This is the most logical and coherent I've heard this nigga sound in On the what last level. He was he was actually speaking about shit. The niggas spoke about school, reforming school, reforming prison, um, prison reform. Like he was speaking on a bunch of Did he of have stuff. a conversation or now, did he, he just had, talk he had, to himself? No, the no, whole he time. was rambling, of course. Listen, this is a taped pre-luncheon in the Oval Office, and he's kind of spewing off a lot of things. He got a lot of things out there. Number one, this was a huge power move. This kind of 
just convinced me that... What are you talking about? Who said to empower the pharmaceuticals? The fucking pharmaceutical <laughs> companies need to be empowered? Listen. Ak, are you a Trump supporter? Bro, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm asking no, the question. No. no. All right. I'm listening to Kanye, and not because you don't agree. Not because you don't agree means you got you, you, you could just say, like, everything he said was bullshit. No, it's He's not even about agree. Yeah, no, 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 he had points. He had points. I'm okay. telling you, he had points. My, my he nigga has literally points, said anyway, in he has front points of the, every time he, he speaks. He has points oh, every time he speaks. All right, so you tell but, me bullshit shit he said, because I can tell you the shit that, that was logical. He has points I don't every agree time with everything he speaks he when he's talking about, this is my superhero hat, and you're empowering All right, that's trivial, bro. That's trivial. It's trivial. He's giving him, listen, you're giving a solid point he had. And, and tell me how bullshit it was. You're, you're of course, that person MAGA hat shit is, is nonsense. But oh, that's man. just that's just an item. He was actually talking a little bit up. He seemed a little bit more educated. I don't know if Jim Brown gave him little talking points. Clearly, he was in Chicago. He named job a couple people who he said, "Yo, they told me." Nigga pulled out something and said, "This is how I should explain it because some people kind of gave him some knowledge on, on some shit." I'm saying, as a rapper sitting in front of the president of the United States, I thought that was big. I do think his agenda is for himself. He basically down talk. How Democrat. many times can you say Yeezys and Adidas <laughs> while talking about stuff? He's a narcissist. <laughs> no, no, he's a narcissist. He's a narcissist. Oh, but he's a narcissist. So what is it about? Okay. If, if, if there's so much real shit, then what is it about? To have anybody sit in front of the president of the United States and, and say, we need to get stop and frisk out of places like Chicago, where I'm from, where I'm talking to the real people. Yes, I get it. The nigga is a fucking narcissist who's about himself just like Trump is, who I believe is setting up for a run. Him, his damn self. Kanye spoke directly like a nigga who's, who wants to be in that position. He's for himself. But I can't lie and say some of the stuff he said Hey, we should, uh, um, Larry Hoover, we should free him. That takes a lot of balls. Sitting from the President of the United States advocating for the freedom He's of... He's not going to get locked up for saying that. Okay, so it doesn't no, no, take no. a lot of balls. What does that take to say that? Okay, but if this is the guy in the sunken place who is so, like, whatever... He says it, anything, bro. He says any fucking thing, dog. Like, but, but if we're going to critique this, I don't see... Like, the MAGA hat shit is stupid. I get it. I don't even want to hear about Yeezys ever, even on a Breakfast Club interview. So I don't want to hear you talking about the president about What about him saying Saturday Night Live and other liberals need to cut it out and make the president look good? So Trump wants to block <laughs> freedom of speech. He wants the press to cut it out. And Al Kanye is here basically saying the same thing. You want to censor Saturday Night Live? <laughs> Fuck out of here, okay, okay. Eck. So what, what, what that told me, what that, what that told me, what? Kanye definitely ain't Democrat. Kanye is like a Republican. We knew that. Duh, Repu nigga. No, no, That's so besides the point. There's nothing no, no, wrong no, no. with being a Republican. Wait, That's no, such a bullshit he, argument he, that he makes wait, every time. He doesn't. Or he didn't. He, he hasn't like claimed he is, but that's where he falls on that totem pole. Doug, but listen, regardless, Trump, Trump represents a lot of wrong things in this country, and he, but I, it has nothing to do with the meeting. I'm but why is it it look, talking about that? It's fine right, for him to go up there and discuss points, but him geeking out and hugging him and talking about you all need to make sure he looks fly and fresh. That's so, all. That's the best homie. That, yo, that's his homie. Honestly, that's his homie. I can't. I'm just saying. We, 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 you said if we're critiquing this, you, and you, you're saying, but if, if you're gonna, if, add, if, if you're gonna, if gonna talk about critique wait, points, if, the only point, only point that I think good critique, yeah, the Saturday Night Live thing, right? Well, some people might say, well, you know what? They're very harsh on him, but yeah, you're right. It's fucking it's freedom fu of speech. Yeah. If we're gonna clown a nigga, we're gonna clown a nigga. You can't tell us not to clown him. He used to be oh, a great part of clowning people. Like he's a right. fucking. But 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 all I'm saying in throughout the, the conversation. The All right, okay, go ahead. Throughout the conversation. 
he had some points that were decent. Mm -hmm. Of course, his chummy attitude and narcissistic points mm -hmm. to always bring it back to his business. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I'm going to have some ideation center. Mm -hmm. It sounded a little oh, bit self-centered, okay. but I can't be mad. Okay, so look, so when, when presidents, most presidents, they try to bring in whatever black person they think can speak for all black people. He does not speak for me. At all. Everyone, like, stop. He does not we speak know good. that Trump does not feel like Kanye speaks for black people. Let's Yo, he, I don't know who he thinks, but he, he has to think that he has some sort of influence on, on black people. No? He knows that he has influence, no, but Trump deep down does not believe that what Kanye is saying, but what the black fuck does America he speak, is... For? Like, what does he, what, I, I don't even know what Kanye knows what he speaks for. Himself. No, nah, I think he does. Like, this what? was this was probably the most clearest I've seen this guy in a while. And so I, what does I this see, tell you? about him going Yeah, forward. what's the next step? What no, happens now? What this told me, I told you guys, this told me that Kanye is in it for himself on particular issues. You might you might raise a hand like, you're right. Who, who, who in the urban community has been like advocating stop and frisk, right? However, you, you hear, at least in a political level, a lot of these motherfuckers, they throw it in. Even Democrats, they'll throw it in when they are out of ideas. You get me? Kanye advocated against it, oh, right? Man. So... But other issues, he's like on some, he's definitely Republican and he's just self-centered and narcissistic. In. So what I'm saying is he's for himself. I see this as him kind of pandering to some of Trump supporters. I think it's all about him, bro. Yeah, I just want to say for the record, this is not a Republican versus Democrat issue. Anymore. It's not. He, he uses that as an excuse and it's really bullshit. Like when he tweets that. Cut it out. That's not what we're talking about now. But anyway... Let's let yeah. T.I. weigh in here and we'll get back to it. So right. we had T.I. up on the show a couple weeks ago. We asked him what he thought about Kanye in being in love with Trump, essentially, because they, of course, talked about this. They put a record out. So here's what he had to say at the time. I think, man, you have to be patient, stand back, watch the whole board and see how it plays out, man. You know, right now we're, we're, we're reacting in a matter of minutes, mm -hmm. seconds. It's a microwave society. Just stand back and see what happens. Let's see if he actually does get Kaepernick to go to the White House. Let's see how this thing's how this thing plays out. All right. So we gave him a chance. We waited patiently. Here's what T.I. had to say after this White House meeting. This is the most repulsive, disgraceful, embarrassing act of desperation and auctioning off of one's soul to gain power I've ever seen. Your ass kissing and bootlicking on a whole new level. I refuse to associate myself with something so vile, weak and inconsiderate to the effect that this has on the greater good of all of our people. Look, man, I don't know. The amazing man tan. That's who Kanye is. I guess we just I don't, go back to stop talking about it, or well, I don't know. Like you could dig up the nah, parts well, of this the, that make well, sense. What T.I. said, um, most of it is true. Like, yeah, yeah, he's sitting in front of the fucking president, this Kanye. Yeah, he's ass-kissing. Like, a lot of these motherfuckers, you put them in front of the president, all that shit they told on Instagram is done. They're ass-kissing, too. That looked horrible by Kanye, because Kanye was literally like, Give me a hug. Like, it looks so horrible. But but you said it wasn't that bad. What I'm, no, I'm talking about the meeting. What people are critiquing are not what was said. We're critiquing that he wants a hug and he's like showing, like, the, the little shit that social media like. We're not talking about what he actually said. We're, 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 we're using a clip of, wait, yo, uh, Kanye might like me and be like, no, I love you. Yeah, that looks really, that looks like some bootlicking but the, shit. But don't you think that that kind of takes away from what he, the point he's trying to get across when he's doing shit like that? So if you're trying to make a point, right, respectfully, if you, you're in a place and you're having, you, you're in the highest level of 
wherever you could be at in America, in the Oval Office, talking to the President of the United States. And you're trying to make all of these different points. And aside from him rambling everywhere, you jumping up and hugging him, hugging him and talking about how fly he needs to be in that. Don't you think that that kind of deteriorates the message you could have had in there? Well, that, which overall makes it look bad. Like, that, that's what I mean. Now, I get what you're saying about the social media points, because you got to have those points where people are like, yo, look at this. And people are cutting in certain ways to get their hits up. But overall, with his actions mixed with what he was saying, it does look bad. Like, it's bad overall. It's, it's, his actions looks bad. But if that's the worst thing people had to critique about what Kanye, Kanye did and said in that moment... I don't think they really listen. All right, to so the whole I'll give day. you this, academics. If something comes out of this meeting, one of the things he mentioned, stop and frisk. To your point, he said some important things, right? But it was a monologue. I feel like maybe they had a conversation later. I want to see if next steps happen, or if Kanye just felt like he got to have his monologue, his photo op with the president, get his hug, and he's good now. Finally, I want to close with some thoughts on a new track from Joyner Lucas. It's called I Love. We've applauded him many times for his lyrical ability, especially after proving that he can go bar for bar with M. But we've been waiting to see if he can find the right crossover track to appeal to a wider audience. And this one may be it. Get away from me. If I was you, I watch what you say to me. Snakes all in my bed, wanna lay with me. Sing a motherfucking white play with me. Don't play with me, that's the only thing I love. I love, 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 love. Okay, it has a nice bounce to it. What do you guys think? You- Didn't I tell y'all, man, this motherfucker need a hit, man. And, <laughs> and this just- sounded like it could be a hit. Hey. Hey, hey, let me tell you this. And this is what people be, especially getting fucked up about me. Bro, you could definitely make a hit and still be lyrical. This is how you fucking do yeah. it. People just think that when people like hearing songs that sound good melodically, <laughs> you are sacrificing bars. No. Because some is- people do. This is very hard to do, I think, what he pulled off here. No, well, well I think this. if you're going to be in the music business and yeah. care about the shit that comes along with the hit records and you're going to care about the accolades, you're going to have to thread the needle. You're going to have to find a way how to satisfy a core audience. And of course, not every song. Mm-hmm. But you got to deliver one. Mm-hmm. You feel right. me? Right. Deliver one that people could bounce to. Of course, you're not selling out like you're dumbing the lyrics all the way down. You're, you're lyrical a little bit. And dope song. Now, it'll help push the project. Other people that might have not heard your project, they're going to check it out like, you know what? Yo, this dude could rap. Yeah. And he made a hit. So, well, Great move by him. I like the song. Drake played like 30 times, and I'm like, I feel like I was about to say that. I like the song. I like the song. And I'm, and I'm glad that, you know, after a while, like, he was doing, like, a bunch of, like, freestyles and a lot of people, people beats. I was like, mm-hmm. Joyner, we get it. Like, you could really rap. You're right. killing everybody beats. We need something from me that's original. And where the song, I think that's exactly what I said, the song isn't overshadowed by the video. Right. Love the song, actually. Right. Um, I thought it was dope. I listened to the song this morning. I didn't get a chance to check out the whole video, but I did listen to the song. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, remember, we always talk about, like, making these records. I feel like every hit record has some sort of relatable factor in there. Mm-hmm. Where, like, when you had Chief Keef, he had Don't Like, right? Yeah. And he talked about all the shit he didn't like. You got Cardi B, she has I Like, right? Mm-hmm. And she talks about all the things she, she likes. He's talking about I Love. So I think that every record has to have some sort of relatable factor. Join, of course, we can't question his pen. You know what I mean? Always shows up. Um, 
it's kind of ironic that we was just talking about The timing about this. of it is really incredible because really he pulled really up. Perfect. He's like, I saw you guys. I got the song. I was like, I just heard it. I feel like you, the yeah, timing was amazing. The time was perfect. But I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for that young man. Yeah. I think that he's very dope. Um, Like I said, I'm just waiting to see what he has to bring. Yeah. So totally. it sounds like we'll get more songs from this. And he said he's sort of being cautious in the buildup to his like full official studio album. Yeah, right, right. So right. this is still not billed as a project, but we'll stay tuned. Dope. All right, guys, that's our show for the week. We'll catch you here next Friday on the Everyday Struggle podcast. And if you plan to be a complex con, make sure you come catch our live shows and potentially have the chance to debate with us on stage. 